Hello there. My name is Gareth Long and I'm the Communications Coordinator for the Faculty of Arts, Humanities and Social Sciences at ARU. In this podcast series, I'll be interviewing some of our students, alumni and academic and technical staff to explore their experiences of education, their career paths and their advice for anyone hoping to work in the same field. In this episode, I talk with the Head of Cambridge School of Art, Joe McCullough. We talk about how his inspirations, like Brian Eno and Roxy Music, led him to an appreciation of multidisciplinary practice, his thoughts on how digital culture has shaped art education, and what the future will be like for creative courses and careers. This interview was originally recorded in March 2021, when the UK was still under national lockdown because of the coronavirus pandemic. So with no further ado, let's get on with the podcast. Um, I'm Joe McCullough. I'm the head of Cambridge School of Arts. And what are your responsibilities as the head? Yeah, um, as, as head of the school, it's lead on the strategic aspects of the school, the, operation, the operational aspects of the school, um, and really to ensure it's a fantastic environment for learning and development. And um, and so projects that really will profile the school, the brand of the school and working ex- external partners and internationally. So uh, linking up with external clients and building sustainable relationships with um, national and international uh, partners. What's your own personal background in um, arts? Which, which field do you come from? Um, well, actually, my first degree was in fine art. Um, and then later on, did a master's in design. So I've come from quite a broad background of art and design and interests. Um, so um, along the way, mainly focusing on graphic design and, and what was called new media back then, interactive design. Uh, so I'm kind of a bit of a hybrid. <laughs> um, uh, I don't quite, can't quite say polymath, but um, sort of very broad areas of art and design. Um, so it was very strong interest across art and design in broad terms. Yeah. And in modern world, the way technology is and creative careers is now, is that something that you find particularly helpful, the fact that you've got a broader background? Yeah, yeah, I think um, increasingly art and design is about collaboration. And the experience I've had, which is central to what I do, is about collaboration and interdisciplinary practice. And clearly, you know, the the projects and the world today and the challenges we have, it kind of comes a lot of that from multidisciplinary teams, so teams working together on the on a particular purpose. So um, but that that interest or background of that, because I've got a very um, broad understanding, but at the same time, it's kind of recognizing you have to be adaptable and flexible and it's not just about work ways of working it's about uh, well ways of designing it's about understanding ways of working with collaborators and colleagues and and partners so yeah i think that that background has been very positive for me because i've got a very strong understanding across across the field of art and design 
So there's a lot of transferable skills, presumably the importance of those that you've yes. picked up along the way as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think um, increasingly, just following on from the last point, it's I'm kind of interested in the idea of students being sort of versatilitists. So the idea that you could be a specialist in what you do in your craft, which is really important. That's how you apply and how you're flexible and adaptable and to uncertain situations and how you can adapt. You do depending on the context that you're in. And so, and so, you know, so the, yeah, so those soft transferable skills um, are as important or probably even more important to a degree than the hard skills, which are the kind of design or art practice skills. So it's you know, those skills about um, negotiation, project management, communication, um, versatility, you know, in terms of how you can adapt what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, so I think um, the transferable skills and the soft ones we, you know, we pay, I certainly pay a lot more as an educator, a lot more attention to those areas. That, with that in mind, what do you think being an art school, being an art student is like nowadays? Um, I think it's personally compared to my education, I think it's probably it's an incredible time to be an art student. <laughs> Um, I think the opportunities now are far more open. So in terms of your practice, so um, to being an art student in the 80s, even though it was kind of open, it was still very quite siloed and relatively traditional in, in lots of respects. You know, you were a painter, a sculptor, printmaker, um, a typographer, a graphic, you know, graphic designer, video maker. So it's not I think now, because of certainly digital media has enabled you to create in so many more ways than previous because you can access uh, different um, different technologies and it's far, far more in, uh, easier to engage with. So I think. And there's, it's really about you and the creativity now. I don't I, don't, I think there's less you're bound by what you do and it's far more pluralistic in terms of your practice and it's less judgmental in the in the creative industries and sector it's really about the work and what you're doing um, with the work so for me yeah it's absolutely <laughs> I think to be an art student now is uh, is, is is so exciting and um, and uh, yeah I think I think the very really positive times and I and I think um, you can make a bigger impact both nationally and internationally, again, because of the networks that you can create now, um, particularly through digital social media um, online. What do you think it will look like in the future? Um, say, in, after the next decade, how do you think technology will have changed it then? I think as a creative, you always put technology at the service of what you do, <laughs> rather than technology I think we will see a further blurring of, you know, technology, the physical and the virtual. We will see those changes which we're seeing now. And of course, um, artificial intelligence and the short, you know, industry 4.0, the digital sort of uh, era. Um, we will see that blurring, but at the same time, I think there'll be a further emphasis on 
human centeredness and empathy and the need for that will be heightened further. So I actually think um, that uh, interactive, the social, the personal will become more much stronger in, 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 in 10 years time. So um, uh, and how and how and how we can engage in the world around us in that context and how we can shape that. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, it's it's again uh, a really exciting time and for creative people it's for for those creatives to kind of shape that because uh, artificial intelligence etc uh, you know there's a danger of like being a designer or <laughs> technology the sort of uh, that you know the thoughts it'll be kind of we, we, we're going to get taken over however the, the principles of art and design practice which are about cognitive and retinal disruption and really still crucial importance so that we shape our world around us and how we you know interact so so i still think our role is is so significant in that especially as creatives because creativity will become even more the currency you know in broader terms you know in, across not just art and design but i think um other professions as well you know so i think um uh, even if you're a i don't know <laughs> Uh, an accountant, creativity and how you create uh, differently in your work will, will become more much stronger. So, yeah, so I think. Um, I think this is, well, we've got a significant part to play <laughs> to shape and lead society in that context. You're not worried about AI taking over on the creative front as well? Yeah, well, well this is why this, you know, interesting sort of looking at that just thinking about that the notion of AI and that disruption um I um I think automation of certain tasks will take place and certain work of course but I think the role of the artist creative um will be the idea of a new visionary really so they I think that they'll like you know 100 years ago with using technology it's I think hasn't changed in some respects, but I think with with the new future, you know, with the future, we've got to kind of find a need and find our place, but actually take the lead in some of these spaces um, for the future. Um, so I think it's there for us to uh, to play with, experiment, explore, like other bits bits of technology, <laughs> um, and for and and for us to sort of create and innovate, you know, with uh, and imagine. But as I said, at the same time, there's a very understanding of the social aspect or the the societal aspect of what we do. I think that will become more heightened in, in, in cultural production as well as purposeful design and creativity. So I think I think our role will become probably even more important within within that context. This is a, a bit of a strange question in some ways, but because um, it's, it's very singular. <laughs> But what one piece of art, design, or other media inspired you to do what you do now? Now, given that you've already said there's quite a broad base, yeah, of things that you've covered. That's a rather difficult one to answer. But if, is there anything that stands out that inspired me? Well, I think I think when I was younger, I was a um, like a lot of art students. I suppose I was a big Roxy Music, David Bowie. 
obsessed person probably too sort of obsessed and so i think i think somebody you know that that kind of interest in kind of that pop culture pop art um and that kind of music graphics art that kind of combination really of um when you think about you know roxy music brian ferry studied fine art taught by uh Hat richard hamilton a pop artist <laughs> so it's you 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 i kind of uh wanted to be in that world <laughs> so no, so i think that 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 for me was was the interest that kind of drew me in to art and design very young age at kind of a very young age so you're a big andy warhol fan as well yeah yeah <laughs> um of all that i guess I think that, that the pop art was that sort of way in, I think, when you're younger, because it's quite accessible when, you know, talking at probably like age 14 or something like that. Um, and music, of course, with that. So I, I um, and then you kind of become a bit obsessed with following that world or that culture or that environment, you know, from musicians to writers mm-hmm. to um, artists. People like Brian Eno, you know, from Roxy Music, these people and that kind of movement inspire you because it's part of a an environment or a culture, if you like, that you kind of want to be part of at that age. So, yeah. Um, we already had a lot of crossover in that. I mean, between fashion, like you say, the graphics, the fine art elements, the, the music, obviously the videos, the filmmaking. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, those people are creatives. They actually have a lot to say about society and thinking you know in terms of um how they applied their creativity and people like brian eno and their thinking for example about about society and the world so kind of attracted and kind of always attracted to i guess people who sit in between disciplines so people you know that that are interested in the space between things has always been kind of so I guess my own career is very similar, that not quite in one area, but kind of always interested in what takes place in between creatively and um, those things coming together. So, yeah, you're saying about fashion, graphics, art, um, what emerges out of that. So I think that's always been a fascination of people that traverse disciplines. Do you feel there's scope, more scope for universities, education in general to offer that? side of the cultural side of art rather than focusing on these as you say quite siloed courses like we do at the moment to offer that as a, a qualification in itself yeah i think i think um it's a good question i think the notion of offering more multidisciplinary experiences is is very important and everything from designing of programs to the environment, sort of a learning environment that is that interstitial. So learning takes place in between um, places and and spaces and people. So um, I think increasingly, I I think we we craft, there's a a room for obviously what we do is we craft what we do in terms of whether you're a typographer or illustrator, etc. But it's about how you respond to change, I think, um, and how you apply that, like I said before. So this, I have this idea of a mind shifter and shape shifter. (laughs) 
So you can you 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 know you approach what you do from your perspective, but it's how you adapt and change and change your practice to a degree to respond to the change around you. And and those those mind shifters and shape shifters are kind of mindsets, they're attributes that I think students need to you know to cultivate that to be able to grow and change. And and increasingly, we need to be offering far more. I think those broader experiences, because let's face it, some of the challenges that we face in society, the environment, social justice, etc., it, it's it's about being inclusive and 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 people coming together to 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 creatively collaborate and with a purpose, a meaningful purpose. So I think if we can offer more of that education environment, um, then then obviously it puts us, our students in a very much stronger position and um, for the future. So I think. Yeah, that multidisciplinary environment's really interesting, but at the same time recognizing you know, you, you come out of a you roots of a tree, you know, you come out of a, a solid foundation, but then how you apply that in, in into that kind of shape shifting, mind shifting context. So yeah, I think um I think students will will want to build their practice and education much more, sort of customize that and build I could kind of come up building their practice and um we have to have environments that and, and provision that recognizes that um, it's I think it's far more more, more engaging in that way. Um, so, yeah, I think we kind of have to offer I kind of think more of a, a more flexible environment, if that makes sense, that enables students to build and work through their respective uh, careers um, and interests. Um, so, yeah, so I think um, it's about offering that space and then for the student to navigate and explore and discover and for them then to define that trajectory uh, so i think that that's kind of where uh, pedagogically we need to have those environments yeah i think in the faculty as a whole we've often struggled really to think how to position the humanities and social sciences of the art and the creative but when you say it like that, you see the, the humanities and social sciences, it's like an axis, yes. you know, and then you've got, this is the way of producing the message, and this is the message itself, and Absolutely, then students yeah. kind of see it in a more three-dimensional way. No, no, I think that's a good way of looking at it, and that idea that, um, you know, that we, we have to, you know, we can understand from our respective disciplines and understand from sociological psychological uh language perspective or it's kind of how how we how we can understand the because we're all curious about the world so if we can then work together much more across the the faculty let's say um it'll enable us to kind of therefore have a much more enriching uh education and actually produce more meaningful work and and um so that that mix if we can cultivate that mix across if you want to call them disciplines then that that makes for a far more um, richer experience absolutely with that in mind i don't know if this does affect this question but uh, what projects are you working on at the moment and uh, it could be work-based or personal but um are there plans afoot as well for courses that introduce more of this kind of collaboration for example we're in at the moment uh would we look we're developing in, in the school uh, uh the the design sort of further 
additions to the, if you like, the design portfolio of the school, but particularly around multidisciplinary design and thinking and social design. So the projects are really about um, what, you know, really this notion of uh, multidisciplinarity and design and innovation, but human, I guess the shorthand would be human centeredness. So it's it's really about us looking about how we can work collaboratively, co-create, co-design our futures, our environments within those a much more multidisciplinary team and thinking and then sort of and, and using different research methods and methodologies that may not necessarily come from art and design <laughs> but uh, coming from uh, other other aspects of, of research and methods so so yeah this the, the, the projects we're looking at the moment are how we can produce develop these sort of new, new curricula which which relate really to very much to the concerns of the environment, climate, society, you know, culture, um, just social justice. So it's very much around that, that, that thinking. And I think those concerns are very much in sort of Generation Z's mind really about their concerns about um, ethics about the environment, about sustainability, about fairness, um, and so we're really interested in in exploring these avenues and and thinking in in so yeah a, a series of, of of new provision within the school, um, which which yeah will which is um, which is very much connected to. Um, the sort of the challenges we face, you know, in the, the challenges, societal challenges. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's very much around that multidisciplinary uh, aspect, which bring people together across from uh, across disciplines, in science, engineering, sociology, etc., and art and design. So trying to create that kind of space. Yeah. Um, what single piece of advice would you give your younger self? I think go with your gut feeling. Don't, you know, don't run with the crowd. Do something you, you know, you really believe in and passionate about. Looking back, I think having the confidence to believe in yourself more. Because so I was like a first generation, you know, my family to go to university. And I think had I known now with that more of that quiet confidence or more confidence and, and that belief, that would have changed things in a different way. <laughs> Not regretting it, but um, I think that 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 confidence that um, and belief in yourself that you know it's possible and and actually perseverance, you know, and and keep keeping on on something. But and but I think a lot of it does come from that uh, mindset, really, to believe in yourself and and um, and your work and thinking. I think. It is that about being resourceful and adaptable, and yeah, I think I think those those things for me are, are, are really important, and and so the yeah, so so how, how yeah that helps you you know uh, be more uh, resilient in terms of the future and what comes forward. So uh, it's yeah I think that adaptability and flexibility. 
um, but resourcefulness key. Yeah. I'd, I'm not sure this is applicable. You've only just started doing a role, but what do you think is the most interesting you'll get to do in your role? I think for, for me, CSA and the faculty, but really um, bringing out the best and making the school really distinct and celebrating the work of staff and students and their research. But I think it's that really profiling and amplifying the, the distinctiveness of the school. Um, so both nationally, you know, regionally and internationally, it's clear it's a great school. It's just, you know, it's about it's about making that even greater and um, and people getting to know about it. I think it's a, you know, so I think that's what I'd like to be doing. As somebody who's just coming into CSA, what do you feel the distinctiveness is? Well, I think it's it's the distinctiveness. I think of obviously the, the art school as a as a lineage. It's a heritage. You know, it's it's one of the you know the older art schools, and obviously the you know being founding founding sort of school of the university. So it has a a lineage and a heritage, which is so which is really important. Obviously, um, I think that that notion of creativity and um, seeing the world differently <laughs> or or the cure or the curiosity that I feel feel that's still very strong that's strong in the I can see that not just in the art school but how that's pervaded across the university it's very kind of open friendly actually and creative um, so for me that's that I think how how the school is seen uh, is very distinct, you know, within within the university, and I think in terms of its presence uh, and its its and its significant historical presence, I guess.